Hey there, folks. Just a quick heads up that our intro today is a little bit rough. Uh, we didn't run the same noise canceling that we've been running on this one. We didn't have a chance to. So you're going to hear a little bit of that background noise from the AC, but I promise that's only for the intro. And once you get to the main episode, we will be back to that same sound you are used to. Enjoy! Welcome to Astronomica. Podcast about process. Yes. The things that go into making the things you hear. Yes. I When you started with the things that go into, I was very concerned. Where are we going with that? <laughs> we're going in. We're, we're going, going in. in. We're going. Well, we're going into the process and out of Uranus. the process. <laughs> Today, we're going to go on a deep dive. <laughs> Today, we've got uh, a letter. We've got listener mail. Listener mail. Uh, International listener mail. We've gotten gotten international mail before from Canada, our our friends to the north. And let's point, we'd like to point out at this point that this is physical mail. Mm -hmm. Yes, real meat space mail. Physical mail with, with goodies. Uh, this one, however, I think might be our first transatlantic mail. All right. What? Uh, Well, actually, I think that technically Pete is our first transatlantic male. Oh, that's true. (laughs) This is, okay, this is our first transatlantic package. (laughs) No, No, Pete got him. Got him. Um, this one comes from Italy. Uh, and uh, this lovely letter was accompanied by... Coasters of the mighty, holy, and all-shrouding turnip. All hail the turnip. All All hail hail the the turnip. turnip. They're very cool. They're also with (laughs) y'all. And so this is, oh, it's it's from Elidhel, by the way. Uh, Thank you, Elidhel. And here's the letter. So, the coasters were supposed to try and reach you with the hot part of the goods we are trying to rove across the ocean. But I was too sad at the thought of everything gone to waste in one go if things went south, so I decided to take their fate into my hands. In the envelope, you will find a spare set of original labels for Wildschnauer Krautinger bottles. I asked the kind people from the shop if they could send me the labels for one great fan of their product. So now, worst case, you stick them on a bottle of whatever and no one will ever have to know. (laughs) I hope this turn <laughs> these turnip coasters will keep you and the crew blessed and happy while going on adventures for all of us. Please extend my heartfelt thanks to everyone for all those hours of entertainment and laughter, past and future. Hope to meet you all one day at Nerd Camp. Yay! With yay. love, Elidel. Oh, thank uh, you! Thanks, Hooray, Elidel. guys! Elidel, I... I Promise you we're having more fun than you are. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was looking at the labels earlier. I was trying to spy on the label earlier as Jeff was holding them. And these are really cool labels. Like, this is a really neat... Okay, I can't read... German? It is all German. Or po- I mean, it's, it, it's... It could be... Uh, it's, it's, Aust- it's an Austrian, Austrian? product. So. Okay. 
I was like, I know there's more than just German that looks like German, but I'm American and they didn't teach yeah, we us didn't, about other places. We're not worried about so. which Germany. <laughs> yeah. It's one, one, one of the Germanies over there. This Hi. one is uh, uh, Mountain Germany. Yeah. AKA Austria. It is. The label has a picture of this beautifully dressed, uh, I would say, looks like 1700s uh, um, I, era. I think that's Empress Maria Theresa uh, granting the. Uh, the contract to produce schnapps from turnips. Yes, there is a very prominently featured turnip, and there is a you know a nice merchant class looking dude on his knee accepting the contract with a beautiful Austrian scenery in the background. Hey, good for him. <laughs> you know, um, and then there's an explanation about all of that on the other label, and that is again in enjoyment. Some kind of. German, or Austrian, or, uh, you know. Zedeutsch. One of those languages. And then um, we have another piece of mail. More mail! More mail! That we did actually get, I think, last time, but we decided to wait until this time to give it the proper gravitas. This mail comes with a nice note and also some stickers. Pass these around to folks so they can get a look at them. I love stickers. So, this is from Artie, our digital quartermaster, and uh, he says, uh, Dear Astronomica crew, I'll keep this short and sweet for whoever is reading this. My wife's friend opened up an Etsy store recently making stickers with cute logos and Disney characters and mentioned over dinner the other night that she wanted to get into making custom stickers for folks. I saw this as an opportunity to get some unofficial Astronomica merch made to send you guys. The sticker designs were made by Connor from the Discord. Nice. Awesome! At C-O-N-N-O-R-I-N-O. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if that's... Connorino. Just the... Yeah, Connorino. I'm not sure if that's just the Discord handle, but uh, if you're on other social media, I don't know, try it out. Maybe you'll find a cool person who makes cool art. And he gave me permission to use these designs of Mackie, CB, and Hopper to make stickers. The Etsy store I bought them from is called Hatter Treasures, all one word, and that is Hatter with two T's. And if you message the owner asking about getting more stickers made with these designs, just send them a picture of the stickers I sent and let her know what size you want. Artie, specs. Yeah. I love it. They these look are amazing. Thank you so much. So cool. This is amazing. amazing. Thanks. Yes. Um, That's awesome. These stickers should be good That's to you. go on laptops, yeah. <laughs> cars, water bottles, etc. I'm going to put CB sticker on my laptop for sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, there should be enough for the whole crew to get one. Hope you all are doing well, and while I won't be able to make it to Nerd Camp this year, I hope you all have a great time. Aww. Artie, you'll be with us in our hearts. Yes. These are so cool. Amen. I love them. This is, the most, this is like the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. And Pete's package. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and I, I don't know if I uh, mentioned the awesome coasters of the turnip uh, were made by Elidhel. Yeah. On their very own uh, laser cutter, I believe. Oh, nice. cool! What? So, I was wondering what the process was because I recognize the pattern as being like a burn, what, like a wood burning kind of. We have this technology. We do. Well, Elitel does. Ah. It's advanced European. It's Italian engineering. <laughs> advanced like Italian lasers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they uh, keep your turnips off the table. Yep. Yes, they are very cool, and I'm going to use one. Yeah, I'm using one right now. Nice. Thank you all for your wonderful and very thoughtful gifts. Thank yeah, you so is, much. This is really lovely. I'm super excited about this. <laughs> I'm currently putting Hopper on my notebook. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, but other than that, um, 
I don't know. You guys got anything cool going on? Um, <clears throat> I got laid off. Ooh. Huh. There is some, like, fucking weird swing open the panel and see the gears that turn the universe thing yeah. that lets you know that there is Astronomica past a point at some time in the recent past where there is a rule that not everyone can be employed at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I'm sorry, Stan. I got a job, and so you it's know, your turn. I am sad and frustrated, obviously. But there's also the fact that I did work outside. It's now it's super fucking hot. Disgusting yeah, granted, hot. I'm now at the end of the summer. I would have been nice. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Yeah, if it was going to happen, it should have happened earlier. Yeah. Just, just also, for reference. The, you want to die on the way to work, not the way home. The, the yeah, heat, exactly. The heat index was 113 in Memphis today, no. and it's going to get hotter. Yeah. Which for but, people yeah. in Zane lands is about 45C, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But also we've got um, Astronomicon coming up, Nerd Camp, and uh, Baldur's Gate 3 came out, so... Hmm. You were going to get fired. Couldn't have been a better get time. Fired. To, yeah. <laughs> you get Baldur, time to be on the doll. Baldur's gated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I can't get into Baldur's Gate. I'm, I've, I've said I'm going to do National Novel Writers Month this uh, year. I cannot get into Baldur's both. Gate. Yeah. You know, we, we have a channel for that. So if you need uh, if you need folks to cheer you on. I told you what mine is, what I'm doing. Can I tell you what I'm doing? I don't remember. I'm not sure. I'm going to do this idea that I've had for a really long time that is... Completely unsellable. Uh, Vampires that sparkle in the sunlight. <laughs> the Confessions of R two D two. Oh, nice. <laughs> Vampires that, that, Is it? that are really fucking creatures cool. of the night and prey that's... on innocence. <laughs> yeah. and, and they're As a also, metaphor and they're also R two D two. And they're also R two D two. And they're Mormons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two. Wait, there are R two is a Mormon. And they're Mormons. Right. Yeah. It's in space. Ground I mean, we can do anything. <laughs> I mean, right? like, Chris, do you know about, like, our He's... ongoing NaNoWriMo thing? Well, I saw the, the Discord channel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, we, like, I guess three years now going strong. We've had a uh, we've had a pretty good NaNoWriming community, which I'm very grateful for. Cause... Yes. Some of us stronger than others. Whatever, dude. <laughs> uh, my my uh, sister outlaw um, does nano remo every year and has for like ten years. Oh, nice! Or more than that? Oh, well, gosh! Actually, it's been a lot more than that. Yeah, um, that's because five million words. It's it's she's been doing it for a long time, and she uh, like uh, so we, we will go and visit her on Thanksgiving. Like she'll get up in the morning, and she's like, I can't talk. Yeah, <laughs> I'm almost yep. done. Yeah, <laughs> got got to keep pushing through. Five hundred thousand. Sorry, now five. Yeah. Anyway, so. Yeah. Fucking A. All right. I'm, well, uh, I'm fucking doing it. Probably in like early October, we'll we'll kick the we'll create the NaNoWriMo 2023 channel and like start you know do our training montages and shit, and we'll uh, be ready come November first. Well, my thing is like I literally like write for a living from get yeah. most of my money from mm -hmm. writing, so it's like. When I'm not like writing for money, I was like, I don't, you know, don't want to write for fun. I don't want to write. But then I was like, God damn it, you know, I've never written, I've never no. actually written an entire novel. I've written twelve feature screenplays, but I've never actually written a novel. I mean, and I was like, God damn it, I'm going to fucking do it. <laughs> and I had this stupid R2D2 idea for years and years. Actually, it's a good idea. It's not stupid, but is it uh, going to be translated or will it be in R2D2s? 
I wish. <laughs> the whole thing is bleep boop. We brought, yeah, the whole thing is weep, weep. I can't yeah. even do. That's pretty good. It's pretty thing. good. Yeah, that was not bad. Yeah. And it's, that's it's the just, ballsy move. It's just working out the No, no, that's the BBA script. Yeah. <laughs> the sound. Yeah, I mean, well, in this modern age, right, you can yeah. release the, it's like watching Prey in Comanche, right? Like, yeah. Right, it's, uh, you can totally do a, do it, do one it of the audio tracks and be the, I'll get an AI. To, uh, to make it, <laughs> to do that for me. Well, I'm less interested now. Yeah. Also, it's, I'm I, going to write no to translate it. I like like I, here. It's like I need you. Like oh, like, turn it into beeps and boops. Yeah, like yeah. turn all of of R2's dialogue yeah. into yeah. beeps and boops. That's boops. like yeah. Um, that seems like a good a good application for that. <laughs> the so I feel like there's a need to clarify. R2D2's creator was Mormon. R2-D2 ah. is not on the record one way or the other. Okay. <laughs> he got out of the church. Anakin like, was early. Mormon? Not practicing. No, Anakin didn't create R2-D2. Yeah. Oh, R- I mean... R2 was in the, was, uh, in the Naboo... Uh, oh, yeah. Was serving on... He's a Navy man. Anime, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, I look forward to his biography, his prestige... I guess autobiography, since it'll be from his point of view. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, it sounds great. Um, speaking of autobiographies... I think it's time for a recap. Slick. That was sloppy, Kristen. No, that was excellent. Sloppy. I really liked good. it. I thought it was good. <laughs> it's my best transition yet. It was, uh... There were no beans at all. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> On last week's tear street gut-wrenching season finale of Astronomica, <laughs> many partings, <laughs> we bid fond farewell to our dear friends Hannah Shank and... Fuck, I... I guess I never caught Wang's first name. It's uh, Ren. Or may- maybe it was his <laughs> last name. Anyway, his other name. Look, we said goodbye to them. That's the point. And it was sad, Okay. Look, I'm a busy Commodore. I don't have time to be learning people's names. Jesus. Uh, the larger point is that they're taking their new ship and embarking on adventures of their own, complete with their own wacky NZ-ish comic relief supernumerary. Yeah, we, uh, we fobbed Tenhawk off on them. Figured may as well since we're molting NPCs this week, but, uh, yeah, anyhow, they're gonna be gone now. So if anyone out there uh, wants to launch a spinoff, go to town. We'll probably endorse it. (laughs) After that, we engage in the standard back and forth. Hey, how about we do it this way? Clusterfuck that precedes the Irish goodbye doing anything. (laughs) And we land on a plan finally, and at long last, dropping Father Constantopolis off on the occupied world of Panamorphy in the Baitless system. So off we go. But wait, there's more. Not content merely to wrap up our series of pulse-pounding, white-knuckly, butt-clenching adventures in the Quatlaquay system, the scientists, explorers, and swashbucklers of the Irish goodbye, who consistently give you more for less, <laughs> made use of the transit to the Baitless system to destroy the very concept of rational reality, storming the very sepulchres of the ancients and wresting from their withered grasp the lost secret to perhaps the greatest technological tool ever conceived of by the mind of man. That's right, folks. The Irish Goodbye is now equipped with the galaxy's last known functional good hair day machine. Excelsior. Excelsior. 
All right. So we got mail. You got mail. Insert Meg Ryan joke. Yes. Okay. Leave Tom Hanks out your mouth. Very well. Well, sir. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. No, I thought Stan was making a fellatio joke. No. But yes. <laughs> now, I, now, retroactively, <laughs> quit sucking Tom Hanks' dick. And start sucking Meg picture. Ryan's dick. Look, he yeah. was in Joe versus the volcano. He can he can suck his dick. Yeah. He deserves. <laughs> yeah, no, dick. I'm I'm a Tom Hanks fan. <laughs> Absolutely. I celebrate the guy's entire catalog. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but he's got some really good stuff in there. Okay, like the Burbs. Yeah, and I like the Burbs. It's a like good movie. Like our mail, which is narrated to us in the voice of Tom Hanks. Okay, here's my Tom Hanks impression. There's a report on Glazer for Action News for Dan, which is an interview with Mr. Jeff Cho, who is no longer presumed dead, but has come forward as a victim of a terrorist organization known as the Admiral Grace Gods Limited Liability Corporation. Well, shit. Ha! It's a good thing they're not listening, looking for the Admiral Grace Zero Liability Corporation, <laughs> or we'd be fucked. Basically, the individual who's interviewing him asks him why he stayed in hiding for so long and why he's coming forward now. And he says that if it were up to him, he would face off against these miscreants, these jackanapes, <gasps> rascals, he scoundrels. He you jackanapes. A it rascal will not stand. <laughs> but um, they've shown a willingness to cause collateral damage. And he references the Apogee Station fiasco Oof. and says, as a result, their awareness of his location has a possibility of leading to large scale death and destruction. And so he's keeping his location secret for the time being, but that he is alive and well. His um, lawyers are seeing to the difficulties of providing him access to his assets, which were handed over to the Jeff Cho Foundation upon his uh, disappearance. Mm -hmm. And he looks forward to re-entering social life and catching up with old friends and loved ones whom he apologizes to for the heartbreak and fear that were no doubt caused by his disappearance. Fuck. I imagine uh, Mackie and uh, Hopper are the only ones who would have them like real intense reaction to that. Except that uh Augie. Yo, you see the same thing everyone else sees, but you don't have their context for Jeff Cho. For you, Jeff Cho represents a rival but not antagonistic wealthy what's the word I'm looking for? Dynasty. Fail son. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh dynasty. Dynastic heir. The Cho name is one that the uh Novus name has butted up against on multiple occasions. He's the Chrysler to y'all's Packard. There you go. Do you know this nouveau riche douchebag? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that the uh, the word no is a big umbrella that can imply any number of things. And uh, Mackie regularly wears his dressing gown when he is alone in his stateroom. Yeah, we, we might have, like, stolen some of his shit and blown up his house. Oh, I mean, don't worry about this guy. He's a chump. <laughs> he's, he's a chump. He's, everybody knows he's a chump. Everybody in 
decent society knows what a chump this guy is. Don't worry about him. Over Augie, in the- I see now why fate brought you to me. I feel so much better knowing that everybody hates this guy. Over in the corner, as everyone is, I guess, listening to the mail as a group, you see CB is like, blew up somebody's house and stole their dressing gown, and I got in trouble for blowing up one stupid little pre-tech gadget. I mean, you could have used poop to test it. (laughs) (laughs) The difference is that we blew up someone else's house, and you blew up our teleporter. Hopper. Yes, CB. Stop listening to my grumbling. (laughs) Sorry, I will turn off the internal monitor. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Hopper. Was she be grumbling? No, she was not. All right, she better not grumble. There's there's one thing I won't stand for. It's It's crew grumbling. It's back talk. She was not grumbling. She was merely expressing an opinion about recent states of events in a surly and misanthropic tone. Okay, well, that's fine. That's fine. Hey, she be. Yes. You're a pioneer. Okay, yes. You are a trailblazer. Sure, yeah. You, you are, for all any of us know, the first person ever transported while doing something stupid. <laughs> yeah, well. As a prank, even. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm really excited to be a part of the team and stuff. I guess my only point was maybe just in case that teleporter thing put me in some sort of alternate dimension where there was a whole bunch of really evil hoppers and I had to fight for my life so that I didn't have to eat myself. Uh, you could have just used Reginald Poop. Eh. Why do you guys keep discarding the valuable biomass that is Reginald Poop? It is required for the <laughs> ongoing maintenance of the closed system that is the artificial ecosystem within the ship. Stop ejecting it into space and teleporting it, please. <laughs> did, didn't we leave the Kualikway we did, folks we had, with a bunch of... Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes, we are at a caloric deficit, the likes of which we have seldom seen. <laughs> Well, they needed the poop more than we did, I, I huh. think. But yeah, um, CB uh, goes back to being a grumbly teen. All right. Well, CB. Yes, Hopper. When you were lurking in the walls whilst we were meddling with pretech forces beyond our comprehension, I had a weird feeling of deja vu. Did you get the same thing? If by deja vu you mean it was as if a thousand CBs cried out in anguish and were <laughs> silenced. <laughs> Then, no. Oh, that's not so much a deja vu as a je ne sais quoi. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're I fine. Don't worry don't about it. don't think that's what those words mean, but I'm I experiencing, also don't know. I'm experiencing Vujade, which is I've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a term for that. <laughs> Jamais vu. Jamais vu. Not Vujade. See, I it, d- it's a familiar situation which feels unaccountably unfamiliar. Hmm. Mm. What is it again? Jamais vu. Jamais vu. Oh, we call that Thanksgiving in my family. <laughs> <laughs> I experience oh. that frequently. Uh, well. <laughs> Thank you for expanding my vocabulary. I appreciate that. I failed French, by the way. I was given the gentleman's D. <laughs> I was told that I should not sign up for 102. Don't sign up for 102 and it'll give you a D. If you do sign up, I'll give you an F. And I was like, message received and understood, Professor. <laughs> that is, yo- I mean, that's impressive gamesmanship on some professor's part. Look, like, yo yeah. comprendo, teach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Augie's an archaeologist, not a linguist. That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I did fail the big, the, the, the critical Kualikwe uh, language check. 
So yeah. that checks out. It's you true. Know, it, it tracks. Augie's uh, attitude is, oh, French? You mean degenerate Latin? <laughs> <laughs> Did we get any other mail? Yes, you have a letter from Anton. <gasps> oh, that's exciting. Holy shit. Mackie directs it directly to his own personal data pad and then scurries off into a corner. Okay. It says, hey, Mackie, all good here, relatively speaking. These kind of dudes are bad dudes. Signed, Anton. Hopper is uh, very studiously, nonchalantly, like, mm -hmm. trying to crane over your shoulder to hey, read Hopper, the message from Fuck it, fuck it. Come here, dude. You deserve to read this. Oh, what? The letter from Anton? I didn't know you had a letter from Anton. Just come here. <laughs> Look, it says these conda dudes are bad dudes. If the conda dudes are bad dudes, and we just murdered a bunch of Ashigaru dudes... Are we by the transitive property bad dudes ourselves? You mean like the kind of dudes who could save the president? No, those are bad dudes. Oh, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> we need to expand our terminology. Uh, if only we shit. had a linguist on board. Uh, by the way, it's the president's daughter. <laughs> oh, that's right. I am sorry. <laughs> okay, so we got a letter from Anton. These kind of dudes are bad dudes. I think um, they mean they're bad dudes, or they mean they're, they're bad dudes. I feel like if it were badass dudes, he would have said badass dudes. Yeah, I think these are bad in the non-shaft sense. Hopper, what do you think we're supposed to do with this information? I believe that if Anton were in dire peril or required assistance, he would state so less ambiguously. I believe that he is trying to warn us off of seeking an arrangement with the Condoleezza Navy. Or otherwise allying with them. All right. Yeah. I don't know what to do with this except treat it as a warning. Watch out for Conda. Is there a return address? Is no. there? Nope. No, there's not a return address, Hopper. Damn it. I wish I knew how to send him a message back. Have you tried messaging him on Facebook? I actually have. It. Let me see if that would work. Hey, would that work? Yeah, he's got a Facebook. He doesn't use it much. And it's not his real name. It's mostly for old people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he has a few that he doesn't check. Okay. You know, you don't know which one is up to date. All right. Well, Mackie is going to... I'm referring take. here, I'm making a reference to Colin's Facebook activity. Which yes. Is, yes. And others yeah. present at this table. Yep. <laughs> I, uh, I feel no, like... No, your real name is Constant. You're in my phone as Jeff Constant. <laughs> I, I feel like I have... I didn't know what your name Jeff was for a really long probably time. probably have among the healthiest relationships with that social media platform ah. that a person can have. I use it to look at pictures of my kids from between one and five years ago, mm -hmm. uh, oh. which always makes me feel glad. And every so often I'll post a stupid math joke. Yeah, that sounds healthy as fuck. And I congratulate you. I use it to diagnose local people with narcissistic personality disorder <laughs> and avoid them in real life. I've noticed that. It's awesome. It's useful. <laughs> That's also very healthy. Yeah. But we're more the beneficiaries of it than yeah. active participants. Yeah. Bad news. Everyone local has narcissistic <laughs> personality disorder. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody everywhere has. Uh, it's just the human condition. Hey, it's weird. Are, All these public are we there yet? are yeah. reaching narcissists. Are we there yet? <laughs> okay. For real, no shit. Mackie is going to try to compose something for next time. Okay. To send to Anton. Do we have any other mail? Possibly, but none that I have generated. Is there any 
and mail that any of you would like to have received or that you think I should have generated for you? I think that given that we had noticed from Hildy a little while back that there was something wonky going on and that she had to part ways with the floating palace Mm -hmm. to go underground, that she probably would send another coded message. Okay. Now, she, I believe, may not even be aware that you guys have stopped being the Grace. Mm -hmm. So she would have sent something to the Grace... I don't know if that's something that would it's have more gone like to you, the mail. You put bundle. it out into the system, yeah, the comm system, mm-hmm. and then people can pull the messages that are intended for them. Gotcha. So, so like with a PGP key, if somebody has published their public key, you can encrypt a message with their public key that only they can decrypt. Right. So you can confidently send, assuming they don't have quantum cryptography in this system. But you Which can, is not a good assumption. <laughs> but you can relatively confidently send, like, it, so maybe they'll have, like, quantum elliptic curve cryptography or something okay. in the future. So she would have sent something that, if Grace had thought of it, Grace could pick up that message. Mm-hmm. It would be encrypted, but it is something that Hopper could also decrypt. Okay. All right, Hopper, you receive, or you see an ad that is for... Can I um just yeah. cut in for a second? Hopper diligently reads and responds to every email message that gets sent to his public address. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It all reads like a form letter, but it's 100% real. <laughs> but so, like, he is on every spam list in five sectors. Yeah. Well, you receive a spam letter that is advertising a Norlin Royne Parr Jr. brand of dork pill. Mm-hmm. There are pictures of large whales on it, as in keeping with all of our uh, elementary school understanding that the word dork means whale penis. Mm-hmm. And also suggesting that All those this... kids were calling me a whale penis? Yes. <laughs> and also suggesting huh. that perhaps this spam letter may be a little extra. The whales are space whales. Yeah. That's what no, i They were saying you had a whale penis. It was Guilty a mark of charge. supreme <laughs> respect. <laughs> I don't know how they knew. That opens up some disturbing possibilities. <laughs> but guilty as charged. <laughs> Anyhow, carry on. So I assume Hopper decrypts appropriately, or does Hopper pick up on that at all? Yeah, Hopper is going to... Uh, I don't know. Do you want me to roll a notice check, or can I just scan the QR code in the corner of the no, Space Whale's fine. Eye? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. It is a very brief video message. Mm-hmm. It is Hildy. She is wearing a like a cape kind of situation over most of her face, like a hood kind of situation, like Mm -hmm. a brown burlap kind of situation. And, um, you know, you can't tell how goopy she is, but like... Pretty goopy. Probably pretty goopy. But you do hear her familiar voice. Uh, What was the name of the news agency? Forgan. Forgan. Um, Glazer 4 Action News. Glazer 4 Action News. Okay. Hello, Grace. It's been a moment. Uh, I know we haven't spoken in a little bit. I have to keep this brief because we are hopping from location to location. Uh, be aware, uh, Jeff Cho has again raised his head. It seems that he is besmirching our good name and claiming that we are the ones who caused the terrible destruction at uh, Apogee Station. And she does, you can tell in her voice there's a little bit of concern. That was something that had always shaken her and had kind of in many ways, started moving her character development a bit. Be especially suspicious of any news 
the programs coming from Forgan. That is four G A N. Nothing they say is uh, true, and it is possible that they are relaying additional information. I am uh, trying to find out more. I will contact you as soon as I can. There's a response on the thread, Hopper. Okay. And the response is from Grace, and it says, Thank you for the warning. Please provide us with your coordinates, and we will come and pick you up. Hopper responds to the response, ostensibly from Grace, as Hopper, and it is just pictures of barn owls. Mm. And you're responding to Grace, or you're... I'm responding within the thread that, like, Hildy would potentially... I gotcha, I gotcha. You're you're commenting on Grace's comments. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then below that, P.S. Those dork pills really work. My dork is super engorged and larger than it has ever been. <laughs> <laughs> and there is not yet a response from Hildy. We'll uh, stay tuned. Espionage. Right. Augie, you got a letter from uh, your mom. I did get a letter from my mom? Yeah. It was just like, where are you? <laughs> but she should be receiving your letter shortly. Yeah. Well, Did she also send money, though? She did. So, Augie also has uh, Galactic Credit statements. Mm-hmm. He's Galactic Credit Card statements, and uh, you're doing good. Yeah, he's no problem. Yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. Of course, you don't have access to those funds without a... Well, do you take Galactic Credit? That's that's the question. That's Yeah. If you take Galactic Credit, I'm good. <laughs> if you need cash, it's going to take a while. Yeah. Hell yeah. What, so... What's the Galactic Credit market share around here? Oh, where are we going? Because we're not there yet, right? The beta system? To your knowledge, they still use black credit. Should be good. All right. Drinks on me. Woo. (laughs) That is good because the places that accept galactic credit are cocktail bars, massage parlors, car insurance agencies, and parasailing outfitters. (laughs) So pretty much everywhere. It's it's, it's the same as everywhere. Everywhere you want to be. It's also payday loan places. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. As we are approaching the final entry into the Baitless system. Uh-huh. Mackie approaches Hopper and says, uh, hey, listen, there's something we should probably do and just get squared away and make sure that we're, you know, right with God before we get there. Uh, you, you busy right this minute? I am not, but Father Constantopoulos will not be conscious for approximately 718 minutes. Fuck. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> You know what I was going to do. No, but I can wake him up for you if you need me to. Uh, let's let him enjoy his sleep. Before we get to Panamorphy, I want to just really, really make sure that's where he wants to go. I can make sure that that is where he wants to go if you want me to. Uh, I know your way of <laughs> making sure, and I would prefer that it was more natural, innate, and untampered with. And, uh, yeah. Oh, anyway. sorry. Was that more of a grace thing? Eh. I have been slipping into old habits because I have recently received a missive from grace. Well, I have intercepted a missive from grace. That's only natural, and it's good that you recognize it. It is good that you recognize it. All right, Hoppa. Present. I don't fully understand all of the ins and outs of how your brain works. But considering that you have intercepted this missive, if you feel like you are about to take an action that is informed by you having received this missive, I would appreciate you bringing it to the intention 
of myself, Mr. Novus, Miss CB, or Squirtle before you actively engage in that. Does that work for you? It does, with one minor clarification request. By all means. I have run every neural modification past Squirtle Bells, and he has gone, yes, sounds cool, good, do it. (laughs) All right, well, run it by Mr. Bell, but make sure you don't only run it by Mr. Bell. He's a secondary backup. (laughs) You, You run it by myself, Mr. Novus, or CB first, and then by Mr. Bell, and then if you need a tiebreaker, you talk to me. Very well. Should I reverse the alteration that I made to the guy in engineering so that he is romantically attracted to Reginald? (laughs) No, that sounds great. Leave that in place. That's funny. But uh, make sure that we have, you know, at least audio on any results of that. I will make sure that such a thing is available to you. All right. Sounds a lot like a terror break. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just what comes from the engineering guy. (laughs) Gruesome. You arrive in the Betalus system. The Betalus system, for a reminder, if anybody wants the detailed description of the system, you can go back to episode 90 um, right there at the beginning. Nice editor's note. Yeah. (laughs) But the quick version is that Betalus is a red dwarf. In the Rheingold Cluster, its name is a Greek translation of the Semitic word Bethel, which is a holy stone where a god resides. It uh, has four orbitals, Betalus 1, which is uh, notable for the presence of cyanobacteria analog fossils in the upper crust of the nighttime hemisphere. These remains, I will repeat because I think it's fun and interesting. These remains are the oldest documented life forms so far discovered by man. Cool. Dating to around 4.2 billion years ago. That is cool. Betalus 2 is a small, airless planet rich in naturally radioactive isotopes of uranium, potassium, and thorium. Betalus 3 is the ice giant from the outer system that gravitated inward at some point, presumably sweeping up or ejecting most of the system's outlying orbitals. Betalus 3 has more than 100 moons. Half of them were inhabited prior to collapse, but today there are only three or four. Three major. The fourth is that planet that you guys made that time that we haven't done anything with. Yes. That oh, yeah. is theoretically here, but we're not going to worry about that. Oh, because they had uh, like incoming comets from an old pretext. Correct. Yeah. Terraformings. The three moons of note are Phylos, or Philos, former seat of the regional government of the Jangi Signi sector. Carpos, arguably the hardest hit of the three moons. Carpos lacks a native biosphere. Its small amount of arable soil was imported from off-world. And Panamorphy. A cold but habitable outer moon, recently conquered by Philos after a century of conflict. The fourth orbital in the system is Betalus IV, a distant hydrogen-methane Jovian orbiting in isolation at around 80 AU. That is where the system's refueling station is. Okay. There are combuies in the system. They are notable for being... There's a lot of TL5 communications infrastructure in orbit in the system. In the outer system, it is mostly boarded up and out of order with some real rinky-dink TL3 like repairs done to it. So there's essentially like modern-day satellite dishes strapped onto this super advanced but dead orbiting comm station. Because of the technological limits faced by the locals, they do not 
make any kind of contact with outer system traffic. So people who are passing through don't have to interact with like the local air control or anything. It is entirely once you enter beyond the fueling station in the outer system, that's where you have to deal with like the local government and stuff. There is also, of course, the cloud of dead evacuee ships that you uh that time you went on a ghost ship that was here in the yeah. middle of the system yeah ghost i have a very interesting question hmm. what happened to the organism from the ghost ship that was slightly more active in metadimensional space during hmm. our extended sojourn in metadimensional space that's a good question hopper was keeping that as a pet right yes it was more active while you were in metadimensional space <laughs> there you have it folks okay did it make any weird eggs? No, it grew a little phalange. Oh. And uh, it's been making come-hither gestures at Hopper ever since. <laughs> you are barking up the wrong tree, my friend. I cannot come. <laughs> I can only hose you down with hot Sprite. Oh, uh, uh, no. Gross. Speaking of which, you guys still flying under the hot Sprite? I see no reason to change it. Yep. So after this uh, jump, now that you've arrived in the beta system, you are out of fuel. Mm-hmm. You will need to do a refuel. I believe your standard protocol is to do that before you go setting <laughs> off a series of events that leads to you making an emergency evacuation of the system. Seems yep. like that would be wise. Yeah, yes. let's let's do that that way. Definitely. Okay. <clears throat> well, do we want to stop at the and pay for the fueling system station, or do we want to use our? It just feels so dirty to me to use <laughs> the, the scoop. You know, it's really rebellious. Like, Boy. Papa would really not like that. We should just use this, the scoop. Let's, Let's use the scoop. It. Let's use the scoop, Orgy. Yeah. Okay, alternately, guys, you know the gas stations here have really good taquitos. Like, Look, really good taquitos. I see no reason we can't let Augie get his little dirty thrills <laughs> and then just go get taquitos. Take that, Daddy. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Order of business one. Does, um... NZ come by and offer Augie a uh, psychological counseling for nope. his clear da- daddy issues? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. No, NZ clean, does- clean bill of health from NZ. <laughs> <laughs> NZ does uh, scoot up with a taquito and try and insert it into Augie's mouth. <laughs> I forget, so- you guys eat from the top of the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll Sometimes go. both. Oh. We'll scoop some dirty, filthy, slutty fuel. <laughs> then we'll go get some taquitos, and then we'll go to Panamorphy. And uh, at some point, when Father Constantopoulos wakes up, we're going to ask him what he actually really, really wants in his heart of hearts. Does anyone have any objections to this plan in this order? Nope. I think that whatever Mackie says is best. I just feel lucky to be working for the man myself. All right. I love the way this is going. <laughs> Do you know what else I love? Uh, I what? Know. Working for Mackie. Commodore Mackie is so cool. He is the coolest. <laughs> Everyone right. should feel lucky to work for Commodore Mackie. I can't believe that I lived long enough to experience this level of personal fulfillment. <laughs> you know, Hopper, I think you're really right. And also, you know how I said that the one gas station has really good taquitos? It's really like... There's a bunch of places before you get to Panamorphy that have really great taquitos. We should try them all. We should definitely taquito tour. Go on a taquito tour. Do they take galactic did, credit? Well, yeah, obviously. We'll we'll get to Panamorphy to do the thing, but we should we should go on a taquito tour first. 
Hey, uh, Shibi. Yeah? I've always, I've actually been waiting my whole life to say these words. Yeah? Will you join me in my ready room? Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> Guys, it worked. It worked. Every, he gets that on the intercom. So Everybody, <laughs> Shibi's going to join me in my ready room. We, no we, big deal. <laughs> we go to the room where Shibi did her interviews, right? She yes. hits the panel in the yep. wall that makes the <laughs> drinks come up. <laughs> all right. The bottle's empty. Ah. That's all right. There's the crumb of a taquito <laughs> next to the bottle. Shibi. Yeah, Pappy. A Commodore, Pappy. Ah, uh, you don't have to tell me anything you don't want to tell me. We don't have that kind of like command to command the relationship. But if there was something on your mind that you wanted to share, I would be a receptive receptacle. Um, I just, she looks down at her feet and she kind of like rocks back and forth for a minute and she is clearly agitated. Mm-hmm. She doesn't look back up at you when she speaks again. She's just like, um, I just really want to make sure you guys get all the really good taquitos because there's not good taquitos on Panamorphy. I mean, a taquito is a fairly uh, basic and universal uh, cuisine. Why aren't there good taquitos on Panamorphy? Uh, it's just not a thing there. I mean, I don't know why I would know what's even on Panamorphy, but. It's just, you guys, uh, we should just, you know, try some other ones out. When was the last time you tried uh, Panamorphy's taquito scene? A while ago. Well, maybe they've developed good taquito since then. You know, you can't just ride off a whole planet because they were, you know, developmentally disadvantaged. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's definitely something we should take into consideration for planets and moons and people. Look, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Because uh, you are an important and integral member of my crew. Mackie opens a drawer and he pulls out a sheet of post-it notes. And on one of them, he writes, Mr. Novus, bring us into Close Orbit. Close Orbit. Close <laughs> Orbit. Orbit's captain. Of... <laughs> The planet Panamorphy, and he signs it Mackie. And then he, on the post it note right under it, he writes, Mr. Novus, refuel us and bring us to the edge of the system that we may proceed to our next destination. And he signs that. Mm. And he gives both of these to CB. And then he goes, I am about to take one of history's great naps. <laughs> <laughs> And I look forward to seeing what happens when I wake up. And he gives you both the post-it notes, and then he tells you to fuck off. Oh, fuck. Oh, okay. CB, you are making your way down the long corridor to the cockpit. Yes. Where Augie is sitting and awaiting orders. And I believe you have a hot pink and a neon yellow post-it note, one in each hand. I do. Each containing separate orders from the Commodore. And this would have a lot more gravitas if uh, CB could read. <laughs> <laughs> no, she can. She can. Uh, Wait, is this our Oscar moment? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so CB has a lot of time to think about which sets of orders to give to Augie, and she is conflicted. There's some stuff on Panamorphy that she's not super excited to deal with, mm-hmm. but because, in part because of her time with the crew, she feels like as intimidating as that is, and as shameful as a lot of that is, she probably should deal with it. So she crumples up the post-it that says to just fuel up and leave the system. And uh, when she gets there, she presents Augie with the one telling us to go to Panamorphy. Okay. Is this from Commodore Mackey? Yep, it's from Pappy right there. You see his signature. Well, all right, let's go. The uh, signature at the bottom is the handwriting equivalent of a burst of static. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hard hard cosine. (laughs) So are we 24 hours out from Panamorphy right now? You are. So once again, Panamorphy is one of the three or four populated moons. Uh, Depending on how you define populated. Yeah. Um, I think... uh, <laughs> if if Augie's at the helm, we're sixteen hours out from Panama. Oh shit, that's right. I am assuming that Mackie took the post-it from CB and said "aye aye," and then as soon as she was gone, like you know, dinged Mackie on comms is like, "So, are we actually going to Panama?" She gave me a post-it note, <laughs> but it's CB. You know. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, Mackie confirms that we are and asks for an estimated time to achieve orbit. I I can probably do it in sixteen hours. All right, cool. Mackie sends a a message with a timer uh-huh. for 16 hours to Father Constantopoulos. The message will be, meet me in the bridge in 16 hours. Okay. The fuel station is orbiting Betalus 4, which is uh, a distant hydrogen methane Jovian orbiting at around 80 AU. But if you're using your fuel scoops, you can actually pull up to... Uh, Betalus 3, which is the gas giant that the moons orbit and fuel up there. Okay. Is this like frowned upon? Whether it's frowned upon or not, this is a... Uh, these guys are dealing with like chemical rockets, so what are they, what the fuck are they going to do? Fuck them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also, you know, literally every human in the entire Rheingold sector could refuel their fuel bunkers from a gas giant for the entire history of human habitation. And it wouldn't make, make a difference. Yeah, no, no difference. <laughs> Well, okay. So, Augie's going to set up some fuel, some uh, some scoop runs. Okay. On Betalus three, Betalus three, and on the way, it's actually less rude than pulling up next to the gas station and sticking your scoops. <laughs> yeah, stick your scoops. <laughs> on the way, I'd like to conduct some scans. Okay. If I can't, sure. I would like to run a scan of the entire system for derelict jump rings. Okay. That is a program intelligence check DC eight. Uh, Hopper will assist. I got an eight. I got a nine. Okay. Okay. It is difficult to determine the number of them. There are quite a few. There's a lot of derelict ships also floating in the same kind of region. It appears that they have drifted from... Like, they're they're further out in the outer system than you would expect them to be, which means that corrective rockets have failed, or uh, whatever systems held them in place have, have uh, stopped working. Mm-hmm. But yeah, out there in the in the big cloud of derelict ships, there are multiple dead jump gates. How many? A, a lot. Yeah. You can uh, make another query at uh, difficulty nine. 
Okay. Would there be something? So there's a lot of gates, and I know what you're looking for is a hub. Would there be something that is like a centrally? No, each gate is only linked to one other gate. So ah. for a system to connect to other, multiple other systems, it has, has multiple gates. So it's basically like a, a physical crossroads. Yes. Yeah. Okay. In fact, this is a good time because it hasn't been read on the air in a while, if ever. Why don't we have a look at my jump gate stuff? I'm not falling for that again. I remember the last time you asked me to look at your jump gate stuff. <laughs> you loved it. It oh, no, did was, take me to another world. That's when he asked you to look at your jump, his junk and stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Jumping Jack Kate, it's a stuff, stuff, stuff. <laughs> so, so yeah. For the record, Augie's doing this because Augie's PhD thesis is so. Octorus is on the other side of the Orion Nebula for where we are, and he's he believes that. Octurus was once connected by a jump gate to one or more worlds on this side, where, where now there's not a whole lot of contact. It's a really long, what did we decide, like a year's worth of jump to get back there or something like that? Yeah, for you to do it in a spike ship. Yeah, yeah if we were just going to do that. So he, he believes that there was once trade between Octurus Prime and this area. So that's why, he's, if he can prove it, it's PhD time. The scene Augie. that plays nice. over and over again in Augie's mind is he's like in full vac gear on a derelict jump ring and he's sifting through detritus and he emerges and he's like, an Arcturian drinking vessel. Yes. <laughs> this proves it. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. That's that's the plan. Jump gates are neat. <laughs> are neat. That's what I've got here. Uh, jump gates were among the greatest achievements of humankind and were the foundation of our golden age. Although spike drive technology had enabled us to cross vast stellar distances and colonize a thousand alien worlds, it was insufficient to maintain steady communication and trade between far-flung settlements and Earth. This problem was solved by physicists from the Seoul and Xiangalgong system in 2630, when progress in spatially mutualized remote containment culminated in the first stable subplankian symmetry plane. The gateway required trillions of minute adjustments per second to maintain cohesion, which was achieved by an AI named Confucius for the alignment of heaven and earth. Hmm. Creation of these planes required that both gates be activated at the same location, but they could thereafter be separated by any distance Initial expansion, therefore, still required bold explorers to drill into the unknown, but civilization inevitably followed on their heels. The trivialization of distance opened the way to viable interstellar government and reduced humanity's dependence on spike-capable vessels within range of its rapidly expanding gate network. Sadly, a wave of cascading gate failures swept across human-occupied space starting in 3809 in an event known as the Collapse. The derelict gates remain to this day, but the secret of their operation is lost to time. On Arcturus, we call it the unpleasantness. Yeah. The great unpleasantness. <laughs> the second unpleasantness. Second unpleasantness. Yeah. Twice removed. Yeah. Okay. So, how about that? DC-9. DC-9. I'm going to try again. Try and figure out how many. I'm going to get a number. That is an eight. I am going to uh, smear a little bit of... <laughs> diluted mirror ball mm -hmm. on the tenderly on the back of uh, Augie's neck mm -hmm. <laughs> as he is programming to help his hyperfocus jump. And that is a 10 nice. to assist. That bumps you up to a 9, so that's uh, success. Just for a fleeting split second, 
you have a vision as though you are driving cross country, uh, <laughs> snorting stimulants out of the uh, out of cassette empty tapes. cassette case. <laughs> no reason I would have that vision because that's not something that really happened to me. <laughs> Real multiverse bleed over here, loving it. Mm-hmm. You quickly discern a pattern in like their layout. They seem to have been initially set up to orbit the star kind of like equidistant on the same orbit. I forget what that term is called. Objects on the same orbit. In orbital resonance? I guess. Like Earth and Vulcan? The imaginary planet that people, oh. people <laughs> thought was on the other side of the sun? Yes, yeah. yeah. N- a Nib- Nibiru, also called, I think. But judging from the pattern and the gates that you detect, you estimate there may be as many as 60 gates. Wow. Okay. Whoa. That's a lot. It we- is a lot, but it's not unreasonable for the former capital of this uh, cluster. This was like the center of government for the entire sector. This okay. Is a, this is a very impressive system, Commodore. It looks like, you know, and you can judge anything by ruins. Uh, did you find what you were looking for? Well, I found some clues. I'll continue my investigations uh, on Panamorphy, and maybe when we're done on the surface, I'll have figured out which, if any, gates we need to visit. If that's okay with you, Commodore. Mackey's in the captain's chair. And he is, between his legs, he's got one of those big pony keg-sized plastic things full of cheese balls that is currently <laughs> sold everywhere that sells food that isn't really a grocery store or a restaurant. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like Office Max or like a drugstore. You can get one of those. And he, he just tosses one in the air and catches it in his mouth. And he's like, Augie, what I've learned in my time, uh, you know, as a gentleman of the void, is that pretty much... Anywhere I go, I find adventure and loot. Somehow, never women. <laughs> but uh, yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, let's fuck around on some derelict gates. We've got a ship that's built for it. We've got a stout and hardy crew. Let's fuck this chicken. Agreed, Captain. All uh, right, Commodore. We'll fuck the chicken. Fantastic. We'll fuck the chicken when the time when the chicken fucking time comes, Captain. Exactly. You don't want to <laughs> do it too soon. You don't want to do it too late. No. No, indeed. Commodore, would you like a cheese ball? Yes, please. Crunch. He (laughs) tosses one into your mouth. Hold on, hold on. Fully alert. Good catch. That's why you're my number one guy. Hopper has been standing behind Mackie, preemptively beginning a Heimlich maneuver every time he (laughs) catches and tosses a cheese ball. This is a thing that uh, I think Mackie has grown accustomed to. Does Hopper ever, if there looks like one, I mean, I imagine that Mackie has like a lot of, uh, a lot of practice, you know, hitting his mouth in the arc, right? Mm-hmm. But does Hopper ever, like, if there's one that goes astray, like ping pong balls it back into his mouth <laughs> or something? Yeah, Mackie is actually uh, objectively terrible at the mouth catch game <laughs> because every time when he was on the grace, every time he would toss something up in the air. Grace would adjust the pseudograv of the ship to make it fall into his mouth. So he never learned to aim. That's all right. You're here to, uh, you know, do layups into yeah. my fucking... <laughs> Who needs pseudograv when you got Hopper on the assist? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. CB is uh, conspicuously absent. Mm-hmm. She's made herself scarce. She's down in the hold like braiding reginald's hair and being like <laughs> telling telling reginald her story kind of she's i mean she's also talking to nz mm. because nz is 
does have that. There was that time that he read all those yeah, psych books. He's an expert therapist. Yeah, he's an expert therapist. He read all that uh, Jordan Peterson. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's right. He did. So there's only 12 rules for living. <laughs> They, they're somehow related room. to lobsters. I don't know. That's, that's the extent of my Jordan Peterson. Are you a boy yet? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure there are no lobsters in your room. <laughs> On the bridge, uh, Hopper. Commodore. Hey, what's up, my friend? Two clarifications requested. One. Go ahead. I believe that you told me once that it was always chicken fucking time. I think I was probably, like, fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> It's not always chicken fucking time. It can always be chicken fucking time. You just got to know when to make it chicken fucking time. Do you know what I mean? I do not, but I will dwell upon this deeper wisdom. Very good. You, you let me know what you come to. I will. And point number two. Mm-hmm. May I have your leave to go below? Yeah, of course. And so as CB is braiding Reginald's thigh mane... Yeah. The door opens and Hopper walks in. Yeah. And he walks straight up to CB and he says, uh, here you go. I am not giving this to you as a purse because you are a girl, but because it lets you change your outfit and disguise yourself so that I hope it will be useful. You seem nervous. And sometimes when you are nervous, you like to hide. And this helps you hide. And then he puts it in your hand and then turns around and walks. She kind of like goes to thank you. Uh And uh, you're gone before she can. And so when, when the door shuts, you know, NZ is there. She's been talking to NZ. And she's like, wow, this is really nice of Hopper. Usually he just plays pranks on me. And also it saves me the trouble of stealing it from him while he's turned <laughs> off. Yeah, it's all right. It, it must be really cool to have an Android around that has like a live feed of everyone's biometrics. Uh. <laughs> huh. CB's heart rate is elevated and her pupils are all fucked up. And uh, yeah, when that happens, I should do... X through J, you know, and Augie's mirror ball is wearing off. (laughs) Augie's pupils are dilated and his heart rate is elevated, but he's in the bathroom. So I've learned not to go in when that's happening. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, she'll spend the rest of the time uh, continuing to keep herself scarce and playing with this toy, um, setting, making some presets that would be appropriate for Panamorphy using her knowledge of at least of what the area was like when she was there before. Right. Which might be a few years out of date. I think she was about five years on. I think the deal was that it was about a five-year jump from when she left Panamorphy to when she met the crew. So Yeah, that's what I have in my notes. Yeah. You were there five years ago this very night. Oh. <laughs> Why, there hasn't been a CB here in five years. <laughs> she left. She's a little less spooky than if she died. but. <laughs> I also have a question on that, and this is uh, jumping the gun a little bit, but I want to make sure I've got it in the pocket just in case. Uh-huh. This is a chance where we might actually reasonably use the connect skill. Yeah. And I know CB's been gone a little while, but would she still be able to use it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Might come in handy. We'll see. Mm-hmm. So Augie's going to do enough scoop runs on the gas giant to fill up two... Um, yeah. Fuel bunkers worth. Mm-hmm. But we, with the fuel tank that we pulled out of the power station yeah. on Quatlaque, that counts as a third. Correct. And a- another extra fuel. Okay. You actually had two of those. Did you give one to. We gave, yeah, over? we did give one to, to okay. the game over. Cool. Okay, so we got three yep. now. We have three jump units worth of uh, spike fuel. Okay, you while you are en route to refuel, so you're basically 
entering the orbit of uh, Bayless 3. Mm-hmm. Right. You are hailed. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. Yellow. Hello. This is the UEFSSA flight control for the Betalus system. What is your destination? Panamorphy. Excellent. And do you have clearance from the Philosian Viceroy? Uh, yeah. Excellent. Give me a talk check. All right. <laughs> so convincing. That's a nine on the die. Do I need to figure out what my bonuses are? Yeah. Plus one from Charisma for 10. And I got one in talk. So 11. Okay. And sorry, what was the title of the? The UEFSSA. No, no, no. Sorry. The, the, the leader. The Viceroy. The Viceroy. Yeah, the Philosian Viceroy. That would be presumably the governor on Panamorphy who is appointed by the Their governor Philos. Yeah. Those fuckers. Mm-hmm. Hopper, you can give me a no check. Okay. Mm, probably nope. Let's see. Actually, Augie can also. Yeah, uh, that's a five. <laughs> that's a snake eyes. Okay. So technically a four, or technically a five, but snake eyes. Mackie. Yes, sir, Mr. Hopper. I think I know who the Viceroy is. Enlighten me. They are a person who mimics the appearance of a monarch in order to Mullerian mimic the predator avoiding aposomatic coloring. Fascinating. They are non-poisonous. So how will we know him when we see him to not be an actual monarch? Are there any tells? If you taste him and he has a bitter alkaloid flavor, you should immediately eject him. Maggie, it's on the intercom. Crew, if anybody approaches you in the guise of a monarch, lick them. <laughs> and uh, Hopper, uh, he, he holds the headset up to your mouth. If you must consume them, make sure that you also eat some sort of stimulating berry so that your digestive process processes faster than normal. You may consider this a standing order for the duration of our time in this system. <laughs> Thank you. Commodore out. Click. I'm not sure I understand the order. <laughs> Meanwhile, you are told to stand by by the uh, flight control. But um, by all means, go ahead and refuel. Oh, we're doing it. Yeah. We're scooping. We're scooping. Oh, yeah. We're scooping. Oh, yeah. We're scooping. Oh, yeah. Now, that's a song. The gas giant fucking loves it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that Augie is, like, recording himself the whole time so he can send it back in yeah. his next letter to his mom, just, like, with a little note that's, like, show dad. Well, show father. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the selfie on the compad. Exactly. You know, like, <laughs> out the window, you can see, like... <laughs> This gas giant is calling me the damn paterfamilias. <laughs> Did you guys see the uh, photo of the astronaut in the... Oh, yeah, 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 that was great. Yes. Uh, she was Italian, I believe. Yep. It's a, she wore a, a Star Trek jumpsuit and then oh, has a shit. picture like out of the, the porthole of the ship with a, a satellite and Earth in the background. And she's like giving you a like... Yeah, I just won Trek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Game over, great. Trekkies. Yeah. <laughs> She's got her hair back in a very uh, Janeway like, very Janeway yeah. in uh, updo kind of situation. That makes me happy. I would totally take my uniform if I was on <laughs> the space station. Uh, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. You know what the most popular uh, movie on the International Space Station is? I do not. Alien. <laughs> 
we did the scoop. You did and the scoop. Now oh, yeah. we're I'll call you later, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there has not yet been word back from flight control. Should I assume standard orbit around Panamorphy Commodore? We've been ordered to hold position. Hey, listen, uh, these guys, they, they kind of suck at war. They've been blowing each other back to the Stone Age for like a couple of decades. I mean, can they really do anything to stop us from doing what we want to do? With me on the stick? <laughs> oh, the cockiness on this one now. Hey, uh, can we contact them back? Yeah. Hello, the Port Authority, etc. Are you receiving me? Yes. We have some perishable goods. Listen, can we just go to Panamorphy and offload them, and then we'll return to this position if it makes you happy? You got an 11 on your talk check? I did. Perishable goods. We took on some livestock, and listen, our tolerances for time delay are razor thin. If we don't deliver them on time, we're going to be really... We're going to have a hell of a mess to clean up here, as well as losing a bunch of credits. Confirmed. Proceed to Latchstead. Sorry, Latchstead. She got it wrong. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what a dummy. <laughs> what a, what a big pr- dumb, dumb, dumb. Bureaucrats, am I right? You're so right. little advice, you should cut the mic before you call me dumb, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed to Latchstead, uh, and she gives you like a landing zone and all okay. that stuff. Everything okay. And that's on Panamorphy. Yeah. All right. Latchstead well, is the former capital of Panamorphy. All right. Uh, Mr. Novus, I guess uh, proceed in that direction. But uh, give us a little breather once we hit orbit. I'll orbit leisurely, Captain. Uh, Commodore. Hey, I'll answer to both. I'm accommodating. All right. When we get into orbit, hopefully Father Constantopoulos isn't too fucked up to mm-hmm. just show up on his own. But if he is... Mackie will have Hopper go and get him. Father Constantopoulos makes his way onto the bridge, dressed to the nines, looking good. All cleaned up. All right. Damn, dude. You clean up pretty. Thank you. (laughs) Like, I want you to date my putative daughter. I probably have. (laughs) (laughs) Did you um, make contact with the flight control people? It seems like there's a bit of a jurisdictional clusterfuck going on. We've talked to some people that claim to be an authority, but before I made the final call down to the surface, I wanted to give you one last chance to say, maybe I don't want to do this. No, I'm good. All right. I'm uh, actually looking forward to doing some good. All right. Well, we're going to miss you around here. You're a lot of fun. Yeah. Likewise. May I retain some of these samples which I have taken? Oh, yeah, for sure. Thank you. You want any more? When you return the catheter that is currently attached, I will uh, simply collect them from there. All right, excellent. That works for me. Frankly, I do not know how you are still verbal. (laughs) (laughs) Experience. You know how you stay verbal when you use as many drugs as I do? How's that? Practice, practice, practice. Son of a gun, man. What a cliffhanger. Jeff, that was really funny.
Thank you for listening to another amazing episode of Astronomica. We'd like to thank Jackson Seib for making the amazing music that you just heard that made it also more dramatic. And uh, we'd also like to thank you because without you, we would just be people in a room playing a game. That would be so sad. Well, no, it's be, it would be fun. But it's more fun this way. Agreed. If you want more of this, and how could you not? How could you not? Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> Foolishness. I invite you to visit us on our webular site. <laughs> www.astronomicapodcast.com Wherein you, fortunate one, will find a permanent and non-expiring invitation. Uh, non Inspiring. Non-inspiring invitation to our Discord. That's where uh, a good chunk of us spend most of our social media engagement time, a.k.a. farting off while we're pretending to do work in our day jobs. That's where we organize community events. Uh, a lot of late summers, early falls, we try and get together in a cabin in the woods for nerd camp. And uh, we also have a great resource on there, the MindHive channel, where if you have a question about theory or uh, practical tips about role-playing, and especially OSR, and especially, especially the sign nominee constellation, you can come ask tips or give tips and uh, share lots of gifts and memes. And then, after you've done all that, go over to iTunes or the podcast podcatcher of your choice and rate and review us. And also tell all your friends about us and get a t-shirt and with a Sharpie, write Astronomica Podcast <laughs> on it until we have a merch section. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Write our name on Sharpie in bathrooms, just everywhere mm -hmm. you go. Yeah, get a yes. tattoo. Yes. Key our website into the paint of a cop car. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are feeling particularly generous in the monetary sense... We've got a Patreon, because we're a podcast, and yeah. we've been around for more than three months. Huh. <laughs> but no, for real, you can find us on patreon.com slash astronomica podcast. We have a lot of great stuff for you there. We've got some bonus content one shots for you to listen to where we play games in different systems, including Morkborg. And you can create a faction that will be in our game. So you mm -hmm. can actually impact the game that you're listening to. And uh, we have met PCs that uh, our patrons have created and factions that our patrons have created. So we're not making this shit up. Yeah. And a little synergy. Get on the Discord and tell me what I owe you. <laughs> and yes. you'll get it a lot faster. Yes. Best way for you to get the biggest bang out of your Patreon buck is to also join our Discord and talk with us there. And um, just once again, a big giant thank you to everyone who has listened to us, everyone who has contributed to our crazy venture. And, you know, if you've made it this far, stay tuned for like 10 more seconds because I probably have some funny shit we said. Yeah. Post credits. Marvel style. Excelsior. 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 Excelsior.
Do you know what the most popular movie on the submersible Titan was? (laughs) The Meg? Abyss. The Abyss. The Abyss. abyss. (laughs) Uh, I was going to go with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. (laughs) 